Welcome back to a Modern Man Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Farrell, and we are presented to you by the Modern Podcast Network. Welcome back. There's been a slight break. The break has not been because I wanted to give you a break. The break has been because we just moved, yo. Your boy has moved to Chicago, Illinois. I am, I am coming to you live from Chicago, Illinois. Lakeview East neighborhood, if you want me to get specific on you. But, yeah, that is why I have been a little distance for you. And your boy has started grad school. What? Went all through the orientation. In the classes, already have the course load, the work. It's about to kick my ass, but I'm going to be excited. Every semester I knock out, oh, I know I'm one step closer, so I'm getting fucking excited. Because this is about to kick my ass in a good way. But I wanted to tell you, once again, I am coming to you live. Fully moved in. I really, the good thing, this is like the first time I've ever moved and I haven't had to buy anything new. Like, props out to Mama Leslie Farrell out here. She killed it. Not only did she, when I was going to throw everything away and just get a plane ticket, which would have been a horrible idea. She drove with me from Oklahoma City up to Chicago, Illinois with all my stuff. Not only did she do that with me, but this woman, beast, fucking, it stopped raining for like 30 minutes. Because as soon as we got in the city, it was pouring rain. So we went eight. As soon as it stopped, we went beasted out. She literally, we got the stuff unloaded out of the truck and upstairs in maybe like 25 minutes, okay? Like... I'm like, no man could have helped me as fast as she did. Like, I'm pouring in sweat. So I'm like, okay, homegirl had to have been killing it. So shout out to mom. We got we to gotta give mom all the glory on this pod right now for getting me here. And I'm just so happy I'm fully moved in. Then my boy Steven came down who was going to help me. But instead, he came for a beautiful – we had a great weekend here. And that was awesome. He literally just left hours ago. That's why I had time to get this podcast out to you all. And you're going to hear him on this podcast. We recorded it earlier. He's talking about Apple. You love Apple. Most of you have some type of Apple product. You had an Apple product. So he's going to be talking about Apple. So you know you want to listen to that. But we had a great weekend. And we found a couple pieces. Seriously, right on the side of the road. And my room is so much better. It's, It's a studio room, living room, office, studio, everything. This is... It's... I thought it was going to be a shithole. I had all these bad expectations about what was going to happen. And it's so much better than I thought. So I'm so excited. My neighborhood is amazing. I'm just, I'm just, I am so excited for what's about to happen. And that's why I'm so excited for you all. If I'm excited, you're going to be excited because, you know, I'm giving you the energy. But I'm not going to babble too long. You know, you're going to hear more about my grad school. You're going to need to follow the vlog for grad school. But right now, just listen to my boy Steven give you some info on Apple. Know what's happening with your Apple products. I have the one, the only, the great, magnificent Steven Merriweather back for Tech Talk on a Modern Man podcast. How are you doing, Steven? Hey, I'm doing great. I, I want a few more, a few more than two adjectives, but two's fine. Few more. I forgot about your whole intro. What what did we have you? We had, you know, leading developer <laughs> at Stride, currently kicking ass at Spotify, co-founder of the modern 
Podcast, Podcast Network. Network. Co-host the Fargo Watch Party. Co-host Fargo Watch Party, which is coming back soon. Yeah. And co-owner of some beautiful artwork in the background, if you if you can see the visual. Handmade by me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, many, so yeah, it's another episode of the Modern Tech Talk. Yeah. What what do you got for the tech talk today? I'm like I'm okay. lost on the tech talk. What's what's up? Okay. So um Apple announced uh this new set of features a couple of weeks ago, and it took my part of the internet by storm. Oh. So the behind the scenes part of the internet? Is that what you mean? Just like the, the people who follow tech news. Okay. Um okay. So we're gonna talk about child pornography. And the, the technical term, the official term is no longer child pornography. It is child sex, sexual abusive material, CSAM, CSAM. All right. Okay. So, so the government and, and law material. Yeah. Law enforcement, they say CSAM. Um, okay. So um, there, there's a law in the United States that says if you, uh, uh, run a company and you um, are, be, are become aware of CSAM material uh, either on your website or in your servers or just like in your business, place of business, you have to report it. And if you don't report it, you get fined, but you don't have to go actively looking for it. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, there's a distinction there, but if, if yeah. you, if, if you, uh, come, come aware of any, then you have to report it. Um, so let's, let's think of like the big internet companies today. There's Google, there's Facebook, uh, Facebook owns Facebook, but also Instagram and WhatsApp, Twitter. there's Twitter, there's Apple, there's Microsoft, like, and then now let's think about the companies that host photos, because that's what CSAM is. It's photos, right? It's, it's mainly like Facebook has a ton of photos and, and Apple has all your photos and Google has all your photos. Well, um, last year, Facebook reported 20 million instances of CSAM photos on Facebook, on Facebook and Instagram and all their properties. Um, a lot of so, private channels are public as they don't distinguish. They don't distinguish, but, but Facebook, anytime you upload a photo, either to your feed or in uh, Facebook messenger or an Instagram or Instagram DMS, they scan that photo on their server. And if it's um, known to be CSAM, they report it. Okay. So, so how does that happen? Well, um, there's a, there's an agency called NICMAC. It's the um, National Institute for like Child Sexually Abusive Material, something like that. Um, against children. children. Against children, some, something like that, yeah. Um, they are the only agency that is legally allowed to have CSAM material. Like, if you are an individual and you have some, that is illegal. You can go to jail. If you're a company and you have some, it is illegal. But somebody has to keep a database of CSAM such that other companies can compare against. Um, because we can't just use like machine learning and artificial intelligence to look at 
to find like naked children because lots of parents take photos of their children. Yeah, and I was going to say, what if like a shirtless, you know, child, what's the Yeah, and, and when you're young, you just don't have much clothes on. Like you like mm -hmm. taking clothes off. And so um, the way this works is um, as the FBI and law enforcement um, like raid houses and, and raid people who they know have this material and um, then, then they send it to this agency. This agency confirms that it in, in fact it is or isn't child sexually abusive material. And if it is, they put it in their database. And then they share um, not the photos, but they share the, um, it's like a, a, a cryptographic hash of the photo. So okay. it's just a string of numbers where if you um, take a photo, run the same algorithm, you get the same string of numbers. Okay. And so that way, you know, it's the same photo. Okay. But you don't actually have to see the photo or look at the photo yourself. All you have are these string of numbers. And so this agency maintains this big database of photos. They send it to these big tech companies. And then the big tech companies, um, you know, look at all the photos that their users upload. And if, if there's any that match, um, they notify law enforcement and, and, and report it. Um, so last year, Facebook reported 20 million instances of these types of images. Um, Apple, on the other hand, reported 250. Ooh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So a lot less. <laughs> um, and, and that's because Apple isn't looking for it. Apple. Um, Wait, you said 250 million, I thought. No, just 250. Oh, oh. Just, oh, just wow, 200 and two, two five zero period. <laughs> yep. Facebook did 20 million. Apple did 250. Um, so Apple wasn't looking clearly because they, they have billions of, of photos, you know, on that people have taken on their iPhones and there's, there's more than 250 instances out there. Oh. Um, and they've admitted they've just, they haven't been looking. Um, and that's because Apple views privacy in a different way than Facebook does. Facebook has no problem with looking at all of the, all of the photos they have on their servers and, you know, doing, uh, making advertisements against them and doing all sorts of stuff. And one of the things they do is they look for this abusive material. Um, Apple doesn't want to scan photos at all. Every single one of your photos. Yeah. They, they don't want to do that. So they haven't been at the same time. They know they have to do something because like, it, it just looks bad that they're not doing anything. Um, and so a few weeks ago, they announced three new features that are designed to protect children. Okay. Um, one is hugely controversial. Uh, one is not at all controversial and one's in the middle. So we're gonna start with the one that is not at all controversial. Um, so the first feature that they announced was, if you search in Safari or using Siri, asking it to find you, uh, see Sam, it's going to say no. <laughs> and it's not only going to say no, but it's going to tell you that like, you shouldn't be doing this and it's, it's against <laughs> the law. So not at all controversial. It's surprising that it wasn't already doing that. Yeah. But it's, it's not going to let you 
Siri, okay. find me CSAM. I'm sorry, I can't complete that request. <laughs> um, and it, there's like a new prompt that's going to tell you that it, it's against the law, whatever, whatever. Um, first feature, not at all controversial. Next feature, kind of controversial, is um, they announced that uh, for children who are part of uh, family plans, the parents can enable a feature where um, if your child up to 18 years old oh. receives a nude photograph of anybody, this, this isn't CSAM, this is, uh, they use artificial intelligence to, to discover if there's a nude photograph. Okay. Um, if they receive it in iMessage, so not CSAM, any nudity at all, um, it's gonna be blurred out and it's gonna say, this is nude, a nude photograph, you have to click to see it. Um, and if you are under 12 and your parents enabled this feature, it's going to say, um, this is a nude photograph. If you click this, we will notify your parents. And so if you do click it, your parents, they're not going to the police because it's not, it's not, this isn't CSAM related. It's just like nudity sent to children and teenagers. Um, among children. And so if you're under 12 and you click it, your parents get a notification. How do you feel about that? Oh, that's, that's a little awkward. I mean, I get parental controls on stuff, but yeah, I mean, it's so parental control. What they're saying is, is they've worked with like child safety organizations. And what this is trying to protect, protect against is not like two teenagers in a relationship and sending nude photos back and forth to each other. Although I'm sure some parents would want to know about that because they're like really involved. What, what they're trying to do is protect people from what's called grooming. And grooming is when someone who's much older than you takes advantage of your immaturity and your like lack of awareness, et cetera, to like slowly but surely over time get you to um, perform like it, do more and more sexual things. Right. And it typically happens with teenagers and like young preteens. Um, and, and so not, so this feature, if you're under 12, will notify your parents. If you click on a, a nude message that you've received, it will also notify your parents and will ask you to confirm if you want to send a nude photograph. And then alert your parents if you've sent one. And then alert your parents if you've sent one. The only reason I'm okay with that one and everything uh, is because I understand there is like an age limit when they're just like sex sexually explicit behavior at a certain age, like leads to something else. And at such a young age, and you know, we were all young, but we didn't have phones and sending, yeah. that's a different type of behavior. Maybe you can be like being intimate maybe with someone but sending those type of photos at such a young age, yeah, is a dangerous behavior, like in terms of the psychological progression of that child. So let me ask you, if, if and when you have kids, would you turn on this feature? I mean, it's a discussion with my partner, but okay. like, 
I already know, like, of course, I already want to do the whole patriarchal thing. And, you know, my daughter needs to wear baggy pants till she's 35. And, but I get it. We have to have trust and I have to trust my kid and I have to trust that they're going to tell me if they're, I don't want to be a snooper and a spy. I want to have a relationship built on honesty and respect, even with my child. I I was talking with Milena about this and I told her, um, I don't think that I would want to turn this on for my feet, for my, for my children. But if they came out a feature that notified me every time my kids mentioned the word pregnant, that's what I want. <laughs> just, just send me a little, just, just, just send me a notification and then book me an appointment at Planned Parenthood. Just, just do the whole thing for me. That's what, yeah, everything's fine. We can get everything fixed up, you know, go to regular testing, tell them about condom, but a pregnancy, woo, yeah. That, but, that's gonna fuck some stuff. But I, I don't know, I, I feel I feel conflicted about this. I I think if my child is under the age of 12, there's, there's just no reason why you should be sending or receiving nude photos. I think it should be available to parents. So- Yeah, it's, it's turned yes. off by default. It's, you have to turn it on. So it's, it's a feature that's available that isn't there by default, but I don't know. I think if you're under 12, there's no reason why you should be sending nude photographs. And so if you are it, I want to get notified, not to like get angry, but to have a conversation about what's going on. So you are going to have it turned on. I think so. Wow. I think so. I guess this is a little side, but sidetrack but i definitely what would you have on this one i would you have the tracker on for your child uh i think so but i i wouldn't i i but i would have to make a promise to myself that i wouldn't use it to like ever get mad at them like i wouldn't use it to be like oh you said you were going to jimmy's but you were in fact over here like i wouldn't want to use it for that but in case something happens i would i would want to be able to find them See, that's what I was even thinking too, but it's, can you allow yourself then to every time? Because if you look once, you're going to look again, especially yeah. if they lie once. So uh, it's like, you want to know where they are and safe and on, you know, location, but it's, yeah. I think that that's why, like, I would need my partner to be my accountability partner. And like, we have to hold each other accountable to this. We're not going to be snooping on our kids. But uh, I don't know, like there are some parents who, you know, their 17 year old daughter comes home from high school. And the first thing they do is like hand them their phone so they can scroll through their messages and all that. Oh, sort of wow. stuff. I'm, I'm never doing that. Yeah. But, I didn't know people did that. Yeah. And, and if this feature, if, if you could optionally turn it on for people up to 18, I would keep it at 12. I wouldn't want to. Yeah you know, like at some point it's your life and you make mistakes and you, you make choices and, uh, I, that that's your life. That's how you learn and grow. The pregnancy feature latches lasts through college though. Like, <laughs> uh, it, I mean, it turns off earlier for men than for women, but <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, okay. Last feature, hugely controversial, is um, uh, starting in iOS 15, um, 
all iPhones will have uh, uh, this this tool that that's that will scan every single one of your photos in your library, but it, it scans them on your phone. It will scan every single one of your photos, and if it um, detects CSAM on your phone, it will um, notify Apple. And if it detects over 30 images of CSAM, Apple will get notified that you've crossed a threshold. They will then verify that in fact, those 30 are CSAM. And then if they are, they, they, will, they will report you to the police. Yeah, that fucks and some so, people up. Yes, it does. Um, and so the reason it's so controversial is because for I, I think as a society, we've become accustomed to like uploading photos, they get sent to a server, stuff happens to them, and like we don't really know. But but our phones and our computers and our iPads are like ours. Yeah. And we get to say what happens on them. But now every one of the photos that we take is going to be analyzed, checked against this database, and then sent to Apple. Mm. Um, which is, for some people, for a lot of people, very, very controversial. Oh, that's very, con like, even no matter what, even if my laptop, if I upload stuff from a camera, it's going to be uploaded there. You know what I mean? From a removable hard drive or anything, like they're going to yeah. still be able to see anything. Yeah. So, um, and again, this isn't, if you, if you take a photo of your, of your young child without clothes on, like the, this, it's not going to catch that. It's not artificial intelligence. CSAM is not artificial intelligence. Oh, the like yeah. messaging feature is artificial intelligence. Um, this is simply comparing your images to a, a database of images controlled by the federal government. Uh, Cause I'm just like, yeah, I'm picturing like toddlers, people picturing their naked toddler. And it's like, what is considered, you know, pedophilia or CSAM? Yeah, no. So, so none of that is, it's, it's only considered CSAM if it's in the database. Like already but, in the database? Like already in the like database. So, okay. So it, it's not trying to catch new criminals, new pedophiles. It's, it's only trying to make sure um, known and existing CSAM isn't continuing to be spread smart yeah and then they find out where they got it and blah blah because there is yeah a source yeah. And, yeah yeah then you know they you send it you send their information to the fbi they you know do whatever they do about that but so so starting soon every photo you take will be analyzed and matched against this database and um sent you know sent up um so the the two reasons why people were so upset about this one this whole idea of like what happens in the cloud is out of my control and like we we yeah. we let you do all of that because you provide us services but what happens on my phone is 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 under my control and it does what i say and now it's doing something that i don't want yeah uh, potentially um, and I, I can't do it. I can't say no, I can't turn this off. It's not optional. There's no way to turn it off. Um, and so people are upset about that. Um, and then the second thing that people are upset about is 
the like so-called slippery slope. So everyone's like, or the people that I, that I follow are like, okay, right now it's just CSAM, but what happens when a government passes a law that says you need to scan all the photos of like, uh, of, of the, that I don't like. So for example, what if China passes a law that says any photo that's pro Hong Kong, you, we're going to give you a database of all these photos. And if anybody has any of them, you have to report it to us. Or what if, you know, the U S passes, you know, this isn't really a problem for the U S cause we have like laws against this, but <clears throat> many other countries don't. And it's, you know, what happens when a government says, here's a database of images that you need to scan against. Apple only gets a string of hashes. Mm-hmm. They don't get, they don't actually get the photos. And in, in that database is, um, more than just CSAM. It's, it's other things that the government wants to censor. Now Apple has built this technology for them to do that. And so are you actually like helping anybody? Yeah. No, like if you go down this, if, if that were to happen, which is a big if, if that were to happen, then you're harming more people probably than you're helping. And then when American citizens go to these countries that now will in the future, 10, 15 years down the line, possibly have these new laws, all of their photos are scanned sure. and on the, yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm thinking of that effect as well. And they're like, yeah. So um, it's, it's China is already doing this. <laughs> There's a law in China that says all of all data for Chinese citizens have to be on servers in China and China has to have access to those servers. And so if you're a Chinese citizen, all of your photos and messages and whatever is already on servers controlled by the Chinese government. So they're doing their own censorship. But what about countries who who aren't doing that, who are smaller, but authoritarian and oppressive and can easily just create a a database of images that they want to uh, censor and and then you know give that to apple and pass the law and now apple has to do all these things and so there's so there's the like my device i i want to do my things argument and there's the slippery slope argument um apple has so far said that they will never do that that if a government asks them to do any sort of censorship they will flat out deny and so i think i I, I'm prone to trust Apple because, you know, um, I think they've just built up a lot of good, goodwill, but now it's, now it's there, the features built. And so now, now it's a matter of trusting that they don't abuse it. Yeah. I mean, can they access, can't someone access that from our phone if the technology is already built? So all our photos are at the liberty of someone behind the screen, correct? Well, so this is a, well, it's, it's an algorithm. So it's an individual person isn't going to be able to go and look at your photos, but the, the algorithm that is running on your phone will send photos back to Apple if it matches this database. Um, so right now, like you're, you're still protected in that sense. Okay. But the algorithm, it's an algorithm. 
there might be bugs. It's a new yeah. like vector for finding security holes and yeah. for people to exploit, um, you know, so. So like it's very big brother-esque. Yeah, it is very big brother-esque, certainly. Um, and so they, they announced these three features, uh, kind of they announced like on a Friday in the middle of August. So clearly they were trying to like bury it. <laughs> Um, but it's Apple, so no no announcement is goes unknown, and so it sort of blew up. Oh damn! I mean, great. I get they're trying to do something good, but it seems like they're doing a lot of bad at the same time. Yeah, and and it's becoming it's becoming a harder and harder problem because um, as these companies roll out end-to-end -end encryption, and end-to-end -end encryption means that um, a photo or a text message or whatever uh, that you take on your device is encrypted. And then if, if so if I were to send you an iMessage, right now iMessages are, are end to end encrypted. So I type out an iMessage, it's encrypted on my device, sent to Apple servers to then to your phone, and then decrypted on your, your device. Okay. And what that means is Apple, and it's, and it's encrypted in a way where Apple can't actually look at it. Yeah. All they have is this encrypted set of data that they just forward along. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and law enforcement agencies really don't like end-to-end encryption because what they want is they want to be able to read every text message and scan it for like terrorism and all sorts of other things and then catch people who are do, doing bad things before it happens. Um, and so Apple and all these, all these companies are rolling out in, in encryption, um, which means they can't actually analyze your text messages or photos or whatever. And law enforcement agencies are saying, this is bad. It's gonna prevent us from like stopping crimes. Um, and so one solution for that is you start, you keep the end-to-end -end encryption, but you start looking for things on the device before it actually gets encrypted or after it gets decrypted, yeah. uh, which is app, which is what Apple's doing. And, and so, you know, they're, they're going to say that they're only looking right now. It's only CSAM. Maybe in a few years, it's only CSAM and like terrorism. And then maybe in a few years, it's like only CSAM and terrorism and this other thing. Um, but it's, it's law enforcement's going to be happy because it allows them to continue catching criminals, but it like slowly but surely eats away at the privacy and security that we thought that we had on our phones. So my, I know this is a different topic, but how do you feel about that? Because I don't think it's, yes, I'm pro the government's having counterterrorism units and doing all this, but I'm sorry, we do have a right to privacy. And if you can't read my messages, you can't read, I'm sorry, you if, like it's kind of like if I'm plotting even with CSAM if I'm doing have a secret ring of a pedophilia ring if you can't catch that because my messages are encrypted that's on you like you know what I mean like go do yeah. some better investigation than just trying to read my messages yeah yeah and I think my opinion is that it, encryption exists there are end-to-end uh, -end encrypted text messages, text messaging platforms, and like photo sharing platforms 
that don't really care about this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, a criminal, if, if they're truly like a yeah. terrorist, they're going to use one of those services. <laughs> It's on like iMessage, like you're not gonna iMessage, like <laughs> did you get on the, the flight? Nine eleven, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like remember the taller tower first. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot my box cutter. Damn. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's not gonna happen. Um, and so, uh, it's it's kind of a farce to to sacrifice the privacy and security of everybody so that you could catch criminals who aren't actually using these platforms to begin with. Um, but you know, like it's, it's a philosophical argument. I, I think I fall more on the, on the side of like more privacy, more security, less government interference. Um, but there are certainly people and I have, I've had discussions with them personally, and I've seen them online, talk about it online, whose, whose philosophy is if you didn't do anything wrong, you've got nothing to hide. And so what's wrong with them looking you know because i don't want the fact that i just you know i mean it's a privacy issue it's the fact that i want i wish that some things in my life can be private and whether it's good or bad i just you know you just wish that some things are between you and a person or just you and yourself i forget what supreme court justice said this but uh, one that's no longer alive but this person said um if you follow anybody for if you like tail anybody in a car for 500 miles, you're going to be able to pull them over for something mm-hmm. like the law. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about like terrorism or CSAM, but like, you know, uh, the laws are complex and I'm sure somewhere in Mississippi, if you send a text message at like 418 on a Sunday, it's against the law. Like, um, like they're, they're crazy laws. And so now, I'm I'm anti-government being able to to look in at all those things at all the time. Well, I'm not too happy with you, Apple. I'm ha- happy with you, Stephen. Not too happy with Apple in this. Yeah, but, but I mean, because they've made these features, more images will get reported and more people will be caught, and that's a good thing. And so there's some good that's going to come out of it. I'm I'm optimistic that they can hold the line and they're, they're not they're not going to expand this to anything more than this. Okay. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me for the modern tech talk, Stephen. You're welcome. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. Next week we're we're going to be in the same city for the first time in over a year. So yeah, we're going to be together for the first time in a while. We're going to report record a podcast together. An episode of uh, another episode of the modern man um i think i'm gonna take over as host and you're gonna be a guest that's what i'm hoping i i want to do the intro i I want it to be my podcast and you you are a guest on my podcast well i mean the the initial rollout was for a modern man to be for whoever is the modern man hosting so today you're the modern man hosting or next week you will be the modern man hosting the podcast okay you, I still want you to edit and all that, but I, I just <laughs> okay. <laughs> <We got that. laughs> all right, Stevie. Well, thank all you right. for joining me. All right, bye, Jenny. Bye. You know what I did not do? Record your. I did not. I did not QuickTime that. So you can't be mad now. We got fucking Zoom. Well, I think that's it for this podcast. 
That's it. Thank you again for my boy, Stephen Merriweather, co-founder of the Modern Podcast Network, which has a multitude of podcasts that we're going to get to you guys. We got we got many things coming. Remember Brianna Donnell on a Modern Woman podcast. Fargo Watch Party's coming back. School's starting, but we're going to work this out. Fargo is still a go. Don't you forget about it. But that's it for a Modern Man podcast. I'm J.D. Farrell. Y'all like, subscribe, share it, tell your friends. Get excited with me. Because it's going to be a great year. <laughs> <laughs>